Yo, this is Press Play with Augie and Riz. I'm Augie. Hey, hey, I'm Riz. This is a podcast where we, a couple of busy little beavers, talk about current events, entertainment, and things we do in our lives. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about Drag Race All-Stars, kayaking through dinosaur farts, rockets, and more. To get notified when new episodes are out, subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram at PressPlayAR. That's Press play AR on Instagram. Follow us. Stick around. All hail the queen of all queens. You? No. Well, (laughs) (laughs) depend who asking. But I was referring to RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 7 Winner's Circle, or the Winner's Edition. Winner's Season? Yeah. Winner's All-Stars? Winner's... Winners All-Stars, I think. Winners All-Star. Yeah, you're right. And it was a really great season with competitive queens from Raja, Monet Exchange, even the Vivian from Drag Race UK. And we were hooked on Miss Jinx Monsoon since she first walked through those doors. She um is a force to be reckoned with. I hadn't I haven't felt so sure that someone was gonna win since the All Stars where Ben De La Creme, uh backed out. Yes. Like you you know what I mean? So obviously going into this episode, well, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I had just a little bit of beef uh, about the second to last episode where the big twist was uh, the winners got three stars. Um, I felt that kind of sucked because Shay Coulee, who was trailing, ended up winning and then going directly into the finale while kind of jumping over someone who did amazing all season, mm-hmm. the amazing J- Jada Essence Hall. Yes. So I I wasn't too thrilled about that, uh, but you know it is what it is. Uh, uh, I guess they had to make it a little more thrilling and give Shay something you know to look forward to and, and try her darndest for, and she got it. Yeah, I mean, what I like about this season is it's not not even compared to the other seasons of All Stars. It was very very different. No one went home, which was a very big game changer. Yeah. And everyone would be categorized by the end of the performance. And then the best winners would be the ones who would get these legendary legend stars. And the more pins or the more lapel pins that you win, the more chances are you to being on the top four. Uh, It was really nice. It was very positive. Everything was very... Uh, cohesive and in the sense of like friendship and unity and 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 camaraderie and I really liked about that even Trinity the Tuck you mentioned it when uh, she tweeted that she asked her followers you know why don't we have this concept stay through Drag Race regularly mm-hmm. uh, I and I completely I I completely agreed with that um, mm-hmm. because the the contestants on this show are given, you know, basically the categories for their runway look. Every, you know, all of them. So they get, like, professional designers to design their runway looks. And they spend a lot of money on them. Mm-hmm. So 
to see yeah. them, you know, yeah. use their costumes exactly. and to see them. It's like, it's worth it for these queens, you know. Some of these queens get the pork chop, which in, if you know, in RuPaul Drag Race lore, getting the pork chop means you're the first one to be eliminated of the season. All these drag queens who have these dresses made for never get to be showcased. And it's kind of kind of fucked up, I guess. But yeah. that's what you pay for when you sign up to reality competition. I would I would you know, I love this season for that reason, the fact that they didn't eliminate people and it was about getting the most points out mm-hmm. of everyone. Yeah. Um but I also get why it would be something special for the winter season. You know, it has to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they, I, th- those are like all stars per- per- personified that we, we were watching like the best of the best on in this season. Hell and yes. even the judges like were barely critical, like not even, not it was, even. it was the show was, was about praise. It was about lifting what, all of them up and what they've, gone through and look at them through through all the stuff that they've been through to get to where they are it was very empowering right so going into the finale well can we talk about snatch game that had to be the best snatch game in drag race history completely it was, yeah it was completely. amazing compared was, to last season my well, god <laughs> compared to season 14 season 14 all of them were fucking so train wreck okay all of them were so amazing, and I remember seeing that it was going to be the the snatch game. I'm like, this is going to be an amazing yes. the uh, yes um episode, and it was the biggest bomb Completely. ever, like yeah. ever of any <laughs> yeah. season. Yeah, and fourteen had some really strong contestants. They had some really ruthless Amazing. and talented but, queens. Yeah, we're getting off off, <laughs> off track. But Drag Race All Stars Winner Circle, yay! Yeah, so yeah, if I think it was the very first episode they did the first the or snatch second game, uh, and Jinx Monsoon uh, was Natasha Leone, right? It was a double snatch game. She was Natasha Leone, and she was also Judy Garland. That's right. That's right. Um, what a concept! I, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> it was super cute, and she she ate that up all by herself, Jinx Monsoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you wanted to talk about the finale, and then going into it, who <laughs> did you think A was gonna win, or who did you think, or did did you really want someone else to win of who won? And do you think it was fair of how they chose it? Uh, okay, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> let me answer the first one. <laughs> uh, for sure, was Team Jinx Monsoon from the very beginning. Um, after I saw the episode where we watched Monet Exchange do the opera, I thought that, okay, maybe she might get the crown. But, and then after we saw the lip sync for your crown legacy, whatever the title is called, um, Monet Exchange killed that lip sync as well. And going into it Monet Exchange, you know, did have the most uh, legendary legend stars as you, well. Even yes, if they respectfully. Even if she did win three of them just from one challenge. But you know, we're not going to Oh well the three of that. them was Shay, Shay Coulee. No, she and Monet oh. both got three. Oh, that's oh my what God. that's what put Monet over the top because Jinx Monsoon had the most gotcha. Uh, pins that's up right. Until that point. You're absolutely right. But as soon as RuPaul Drag Race says, judging by Tonight's performance and 
throughout the whole competition, mm-hmm. I already knew it was for Jinx. Yeah. And I'm so happy that she won and that she she deserved it. I you know what? I in there's different kinds of drag queens. You got your glamour queens. You got your campy queens. Your you, comedy queens. Your comedy your queens. Your fashion queen. Uh, and your oddballs. And for me, well, I I I um gravitate more towards the campy slash oddballs. Me too. Because uh, they're just more fun and it's funny and you know, uh, so. I, I don't think I I watched Jinx Monsoon's original season. Oh, perfect! So, We're gonna so, watch it, and I I really I really want to watch it now because uh, looking at them all with outside of drag, you know what I mean? She's the goofball, <laughs> uh, but in drag she's still a goofball, but she has that comedy timing. You know what I oh mean? Oh my gosh, she's brilliant. The roast, the Kennedy Davenport Center for for Davenport mm-hmm. Center, whatever. Oh my god, <laughs> she was brilliant. Uh, there's already rumors buzzing that they've cast season fifteen already. The announcement should be coming up in the following weeks. They're focusing now, I think, in Drag Race or ce- Secret Celebrity Drag Race. Which um, the first season I wasn't too thrilled about. I felt like it was very rushed, almost like that Christmas episode el- elimination. Um, wow, <laughs> RuPaul has its own multiverse of madness. It's yeah. it's crazy. Like Shangela well, has her own story arc within this universe. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, it was an awesome season, awesome finale, as I call them. So, moving on, we. Had one hectic weekend uh, this past weekend, didn't we? Yeah. Talk about cramming as much as possible in one single weekend. Yeah. May have overscheduled ourselves a little, but <laughs> <laughs> but hell, it was fun. We're still oh my God, youngish. It was a blast. Uh, so, of course, it started out with us going up to the amazing Cape Canaveral to see... Or for a bioluminescence kayak? What is that, Augustine? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me get my nerdy glasses. Okay, okay. (laughs) Bioluminescence is the phenomenon that happens when certain algaes are disturbed and they cause this flash um, in the water. Usually you see them when waves crash up against the shore or when boats are passing by or even when you're running your hands through the water. Uh, most of these bioluminescence algae, we didn't know that there were any here in Florida. In fact, I think the one that we have is the only one in North America. From what I understand, it's the only place in North America, the continuous states, of course, uh, that has this amazing phenomenon. I think it's in Puerto Rico, they said, and, you know, around those areas. Okay. So it's just, it, uh, the bioluminescence that causes this where we went to, it's in Titusville, Cape Canaveral, by where the Kennedy Space Center is, not to be confused with the Kennedy Davenport Center. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback. Uh, the algae is called dinoflagellates, and our kayak tour says if you break down that word, it's basically dinosaur farts. I really don't know if he was being serious or if he was joking. 
Um, but I guess that's the name of this algae. And apparently, speaking of bioluminescence, 80% of animals living between 656 and 3,280 feet below the ocean surface are bioluminescence animals so it's something to yeah, think that's about that's not su- surprising there's no there's no light down there so these uh, this algae takes up to 8 to 12 hours to charge basically itself a whole day he said a whole hours. day and it just pops up just 1 millisecond or it burst 1 millisecond um out and that's it and then it recharges itself the next day when the sun comes out until it gets disturbed. It's, it's amazing. It, it's its own. That's its own defense mechanism. Um, we went there in Titusville. It's a cute little town. Uh, we went to Merritt Island. I guess, you know, that is where John F. Kennedy Space Center, not to be confused with Kennedy Davenport Center, Um I just want to make sure, you know, people get confused. Are we repeating the joke? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, fun fact, that whole island, it is protected by NASA itself, themselves. So, they are responsible for taking care of that island and whatever environmental needs they need. And my gosh, it's gorgeous. It's, it's so, beautiful. It's so beautiful there. Um. And as you mentioned, we were invited by your brother to celebrate his birthday with his gorgeous wife, Barbara, super smart, and your gorgeous and super smart cousin, Dorian. Yes, and that would be Nick, my brother. Yes. <laughs> uh, so we said, sure, why not? We left, um, I think it was uh, that Saturday, we drove up there. It was about a three and a half hour drive up to Titusville. We left around noon, checked in around 330 and we were really disappointed because we thought we had a little bit of time to take a dip in the pool and relax. And when we went out there, the pool was completely empty and drained out. And I was like, they should have let us know or not, you know, make us pay full price. I don't know. The whole hotel industry needs to change. But that's enough for another podcast. But we got there and we went to this weird restaurant, which they predominantly focus on uh, seafood. Who knew? And they had like these cute little crawfish or shrimp statues throughout the outside of the restaurant. They were super cute. Uh, we may or may not have had a, a photo shoot with the, <laughs> with them. Uh, check out our, our the gram at Press Play AR for maybe a few photos with statuesque crawfish. We had some time to kill, so why not do a photo shoot? Yeah, uh, that was a really good restaurant. What was the name of it? Dixie Crossroads. Dixie Crossroads, man. It's in Titus. Yeah, they uh, brought out what were those little balls? It was like some uh, hush puppies, but they were like uh, sweet and like corn puppies. Corn or corn puppies? Is that what it was? Corn, or something like that? Yeah, it was so. They, I think I had three of those little trays Baskets. myself because y'all were talking and I was just munching down on those things. Oh my god! Yes, it was really good, good food. And then we went to to the kayak, and it was clear kayak, which I found out when I got there. And it was very rural, very out there uh, compared to how we kayak here in Miami, you know. Um, And it was just very beautiful. In fact, there were times where there were wildlife swimming through these bioluminescence algae. 
and they would spark them. And it kind of felt almost magical. The closest thing I can compare it to is pixies, especially when we would look down in our clear kayak and we would see the bioluminescence algae just roll through under our kayak as if we were being carried by them. It was stunning. It was absolutely gorgeous. It was. my. It, it was one of those experiences where, you know, th- is this real? Like... This this is we only traveled a couple hours for this. It feels yes. like we we could have traveled like across the 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 world to see something mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. Um. I I had like like weird you know weird moments thinking about stuff like that. A uh, fish jumped out and hit me on the arm. Oh yeah. Uh. I'm like, was... did did you just hit me with your your kayak? Um, and you're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, uh, not that time. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> you hit me over the head a couple times. It was I'm dark. not over exaggerating. <laughs> yeah, I did. I yeah. did a whack them a few times. It was completely dark. You can see every single star on in the sky. But you keep, you know, your kayak oars and you know to either side of you. I I couldn't understand how they kept attaching to my head in, <laughs> in the front. I'm sorry, but you dude. know, whatever. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, and so a fish like jumped out of the water and hit me in the arm, which I thought was very cool. Uh, it was just, it was cool. And uh, we had a very spirited, uh, guide, um, uh, Ruben, that was his name, Ruben. So if you ever take this, this tour, request Ruben. Yes. He's very talented. Yes. And he says to please don't call him any other name, (laughs) but he was a great tour guide. Very smart. Um, and very educated in what florida wildlife in central florida is really like um so yeah we were in titusville right and when we were when we went to our hotel there was a uh little thing posted saying um there's a rocket launch on the 24th which was the next day and mm -hmm. we're like huh wouldn't it be cool if we could go to the beach and watch a rocket launch from the beach, that was our plan. Well, yeah, our plan was regardless without noticing of the or the notice of the rocket launch was to go to the beach the next day. Yeah. Um, And then they said, well, it's going to be at 830. And we're like, yeah, we're probably going to miss it. We're going to probably watch it from the balcony of our hotel. And then it was moved to like 950. And I tell Riz, you know what? I think if we leave now, we might make it. And we, and we didn't. Almost, we were, we almost, were very close. So close. Because, it seems like other people had the same idea. Yeah. Well, the traffic was moving. Here's the thing with, with this park. They shut down letting people in during a launch at a, at a certain, at a certain For point. For obvious reason, yeah. So I think we were maybe 10, 10 or 15 cars behind the kiosk to go in so i'm like you know just get out of the car and and we'll check it out from there and as the time got closer people you know started turning off their cars and park in the middle of the road and we're just looking up into the sky and at that that time when it launched we see this huge rocket i mean i'm sure you know it didn't you took a video and it did not come out you know, it, and it was like it was right there, and then the video. It's like little dot. <laughs> yeah, and I don't well, know. You know, I'm I, it's a fucking iPhone. <laughs> but looking up, it was very almost ominous and very scary, but at the same time promising. 
And I was telling Riz, you know, just the night before, we're swimming with these bioluminescence creatures that, according to our tour guide, has been on this earth for millions of years. If not billions, yeah. If not billions. And just here, here I am, here we are watching a rocket launched out of this earth. And we're just stuck in the middle of this. Mm -hmm. We're stuck between this whole evolution of humanity and evolution of what our Earth is. It was very, very connected. There was a point, yeah, where I felt that I was connected to the string of life. And it was scary because seeing a rocket, you know, you get thoughts of, you know, danger and war and things like that. The rocket was extremely loud. I can mm-hmm. feel it in my chest. And it was just one incredible, incredible experience. I There's another launch coming at the end of uh, August, but uh, I don't think we're too too much of a rocket enthusiast to, to drive three and a half no. miles no. <laughs> <laughs> to see a rocket launch. Veto. <laughs> uh, I would veto that too. So at, out of those huge things, was that our weekend? I mean, of course we spent the day at the beach, but did we have anything else to do that weekend? No, uh, we went to the beach. Uh, it was a very different experience because it was, again, in Merritt Island, which is completely, completely desolate. Compared to the beaches that we come here in Miami, which we see our lifeguards, we see people, we have storefronts and kiosks and so on and so forth. With Merritt Island, there's no lifeguard. It's like you are in a uninhabitable place, untouched by man. Um, The waves are really strong and the sand was very hard even when you got into the water. Yeah, and but... The, the sand was very hard. Uh, there were, like, dips. It went down and then back up and then down again, which was very weird. Uh, the shells were amazing. Yeah. I'm not sure shells. what we did with the shells that we got, but, my God, gorgeous. It was, it was a gorgeous day. And about by 3 o'clock, we started heading down because did we end up going home? No, we did not. Where, where did we go? <laughs> We had a concert to go to. We were going to go see Incubus. Yes. And uh, uh, to my surprise when we got there, uh, Santana featuring Rome. Yeah. And then we met up with Brenda and Yoni Yiani to <laughs> as a double date to go watch Incubus in concert. It's the same uh, amphitheater that we saw Alanis Morissette. And which, I saw the cranberries twice in back in the day. Oh, which was a very nice, nice amphitheater. And we've tried the lawn for the first time. And it was really good. The lawn is all the way behind the seats. And that's where you just pick a spot and just chill there. You can bring like, well, you can bring food. But, you know, just hang out there and chill and Bring vibe. a blanket. And yeah, it, it's very chill. I really, I really liked it yeah. back there for, you know bands that we like but you know eh, we don't need to be that close we can just chill and enjoy the music Mm -hmm. like this one because i really like uh incubus but you know not enough to pay more to sit closer you know there there were cameras i agree and by our surprise kiki brenda's sister joined us which was really really fun i love kiki she's awesome she got a last minute invite from one of her friends yeah and it was just a really great way to end that weekend you know 
under the stars with your close friends, with the people you love, listening to great music. Um, Sublime also played. Did I say Santana before? Yes, you did. <laughs> and I believed you because I thought while Sublime was playing live, it was actually Incubus. Yeah. Uh, um, no. Completely. Completely thought. I was convinced that that was Incubus playing. Yeah. I, I had no idea that uh, Sublime featuring Rome uh, was going, or Rome with Sublime, I don't know what they call it, was going to be uh, support supporting in quotations it's it's more of a supporting slash uh second bill yes but incubus is the main the main get Mm -hmm. uh sublime's awesome of course they played all the songs from that one album (laughs) you know uh it was fun uh what'd you think i loved it i love that atmosphere um you know, I'm not a Incubus fan. I respect the music. I respect the singer. When he was singing live there, he sounded absolutely amazing. He sounded brilliant. Those vocals that he has are still almost the same as you would hear it when you first heard it back when when his songs came out. Yeah. Um, I just didn't grow up with it. Just like how when I met you, babe, I didn't grow up with the Cranberries or Fiona Apple and now I'm like completely obsessed with them because I grew up in a household where my sister listened to pop. And I thought that that was the only music there was aside from, you know, R&B and your typical top 100 rock songs or top 20 radio songs. Um, yeah, I guess I'm lucky uh, my older brothers had really well to this day. Good, good taste in music because mm-hmm. none yeah. of them like the pop shit. Well, well well, none of them are girls or gays. Yeah, true. But <laughs> that that's not that's, you know, there's a lot of heterosexual men that like pop. Oh yeah. Music. Very little. Uh, muy poquito. Uh but it was just a great night. It was a great evening to complete that whole wonderful beautiful weekend uh up there in, on the Space Coast. I would yeah. like to go back and go to the Kennedy Space Center, not to be confused with the Kennedy Davenport Center. But maybe that's Ooh, something we can do. No more than three times, otherwise you're you're beating a dead horse. Yeah, it's a rule of three. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, and eventually, I th- I think we will, and we should probably plan that around a weekend that there is a rocket launch, so we can kill two stones with one bird. Yeah, just not next month because we have been Rest going month. through so much, and I know you know we do talk about movies, and we haven't talked about it in a while because we've been very social. Uh, in the sense of just exploring out there, hanging out with our friends and our families and just making memories and telling you guys what, you know, what we do here in Miami. But August is our rest month and we're going to take that time to see movies and catch up and tell you what we think about them. So stick around about that. That's right. And man, we were tired after that weekend uh, as we were walking out from from the uh, concert uh gianni is like uh so ihop now (laughs) (laughs) or do you guys want to join us for ihop and man i could have gone for some blueberry pancakes right about then but we're like uh no we're 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 exhausted so we we took a rain check on those blueberry pancakes uh (laughs) but man now my mouth is watering yeah (laughs) man any other day any other evening it would have been a perfect you know cherry on on the top of a good evening. Oh my gosh, we were cherry extremely... on top of blueberry pancakes. <laughs> we were really exhausted driving, you know, almost 
400 miles within 24 hours, I think. 48. Or 48 yeah. hours. And then, you know, kayaking, which is, you know, basically a workout. And uh, it was good, but it was yeah. awesome. Those are the memories that we, you know, we get older and we look back and you're like, you know what? Remember that time we went to the Space Coast and we saw the bioluminescence? And that's what matters. That's what definitely matters. Uh, you asked me out to prom. We went to prom. Uh, but it was more of a learning experience than anything. Now, we saw it advertised and we have been mentioning here in our podcast. Give me a second. That's my phone. Okay, and we're back. Sorry, that was a cousin of mine or a friend or a spy on for my next mission but uh we went to prom and i feel like this was more of a learning experience for us because um the concept of the event that we went to was great but the execution wasn't so much i don't think it was advertised well enough there it was uh a, there weren't as many people as I was expecting. Uh, like, you know, a small high school prom would have more people, you know? Yeah, it was very underwhelming to say. You know, it was even advertising food and drinks, and we got charged $22 for two drinks, yeah, not we, including we the there tip. Would be... <laughs> Food, we thought that there was food, uh, at least a buffet style, and it was only chips and M&Ms. And I felt like it was, you know, overly advertised and underly executed. I'm sorry. Agreed. Agreed. Um, But it's a concept that I really wish was really well thought out because this is a theme or it was like LGBT prom event theme. But it was very underwhelming. It was also similar to what happened to us to Pizza Palooza, Pizza Gate. Which I think we've spoken about with passion (laughs) on this podcast before. Um, where they sell you this incredible thing and then they don't deliver. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice. The music was good. You know, there were couples there that were really nice, gorgeous couples. Uh, and and there were some that came very, you know, unique looks. Uh, but it was magical for me because I had never been to prom and my beautiful fiance invited me to prom and I, I really enjoyed myself. Yeah. Ultimately it was fun. Not what we were expecting, but it, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Not much to talk about because that's the impression we got, you know, uh, uh, nothing against the event coordinators or the event, but I feel like, you know, uh, it wasn't really thought out very well. Yeah. Um, but so just for the moment we have to end it here so thanks for pressing that play button and allow us to fill you with our beautiful voices and our weird weird facts and stories (laughs) for more weird weird facts and stories head over to press play ar on instagram and subscribe to our podcast to get notified when we have new episode this is press play with augie and riz i am augie and i'm riz thanks Gracias for listening por escuchar. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>